Thanks for being here with me on the podcast. This is the Monday release version. And what does that mean? That means that this is the audio track from videos that I began to record and first put on Facebook and then uploaded to my YouTube channel. If you want the link for the YouTube channel, it'll be in the information contained with this podcast. Well, I just pray that God encourage you and bless you and strengthen you today as together we open Scripture and learn more about what God desires for each of us. Well, hello, hello, and welcome again to my office. It is good to be here with you yet another time. I know that for, for me, it's morning time, relatively early, but for some of you, it's the middle of the night or the late afternoon. But no matter where it, you are and what time it is, thank you for giving this video a listen. Oh, my hope is that the person of Jesus Christ through his spirit will encourage you today. Okay, we're going to continue with this word convinced, becoming convinced deep, deep within about truth from scripture. It's important we be convinced in our heart of hearts, in our inner man, in the hidden man of the heart. We're going to continue looking at the Apostle Paul's words to Timothy, this time in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. And I think we're going to have fun here as uh, the Holy Spirit comes and helps me to say what I believe he's put in my heart for you today. Here we go. Again, Paul's writing to Timothy and says, You, Timothy, however, have followed my teaching, my conduct, my aim in life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions, and suffering. We'll stop there for a moment. That is the first half of verse 10. I, I kind of went ahead. I said 13 and 14, but... I went ahead a little bit. Let's look at something here. He, he's talking about with Timothy about events in his life, happenings in his life, his teachings, his conduct, what his purpose, Paul's purpose was in life. And he says, and my faith. And that brought to mind a scripture out of Hebrews that I want to share today. And I think it's really important. You know, there's a lot of marvelous information out there. There's good teaching and good preaching, and there's not so good as well, but that's not the purpose of this. But the thing I want to lift out is when we think about those who are, quote, speaking into our lives, that is apart from the Holy Spirit through Scripture, when flesh and blood, when human beings are teaching us, we need to remember something in, in this, I believe. Timothy had this really, really super close relationship with his teacher, enough that he could see Paul's conduct. He understood Paul's aim in life because he was living it with Paul. He saw his faith in Christ and how Christ produced the fruits and the works and the miracles. He saw the patience of Paul. He saw and experienced Paul's love. He saw it expressed to others. Paul's steadfastness. He was there. He was close. He even understood the persecutions and the suffering. So let's look at a word here in Hebrews. It's encouraging us to say, remember those who led you. 
who spoke the word of God to you. And, and three parts. Consider the result of their way of life. Now, three parts, and they're so important because for many, we know who has led us into different spiritual things and spiritual activities, and we know those who have spoken the word of God to us, but do we know those people well enough closely enough as the relationship with Paul and Timothy that we can consider the result of their own lives, the result of, the work of, the fruit of, their own character and their own nature transformed by the Spirit. Is that what we're doing, or are we only hoping that what they're telling us works? You know, there's a lot of preaching out there that is more like multi-level marketing. It's almost fake it until you make it. And it's not about that. It's about knowing, being discipled, having a relationship with those that we allow to speak into our lives. You know, my, my Timothys, those that God has allowed me to mentor, they know me well. Many have traveled with me, and I've worked with them, and I know them. They understand the outworking of my teaching and my conduct, what my aim and purpose in life is according to God's good will. My faith and my patience, which I have sometimes. My love, which of course for all of us is God's love in us, expressed through us by the Spirit. Steadfastness. And I've had my persecutions and sufferings. I'm not bragging and I'm not complaining. It's just fact. So I just want to encourage you today. You're not judging by looking for the fruit in those who you are submitting to. You know, there's a lot going on out there. And God wants us to have people in our lives that we're tight with, that we're close with who not only talk about it, but God is living it through them. So remember those who led you. Remember those who spoke the word of God to you and consider the result of the way of their life. And when the fruit is there, well, imitate their faith, their trust, their hope in Christ and Christ alone as revealed in Scripture, their love for Scripture their love for the Lord. Paul goes on to write, he's talking about uh, all that happened to him at Antioch and Iconium and Lystra and the persecutions he endured, yet from them all the Lord rescued him. You know, I'm thinking about those who were with me when I was rescued from different events. For example, a, a a group of uh, Hindu extremists came into a meeting and they wanted to take care of this missionary. And God took care of the missionary instead. God uh, caused me to literally be cast into the back of a car which sped away with me before those young men could accomplish their mission. I remember when I was detained on a Russian military base and put in a detaining cell and God rescued me. 
And I remember being on a ferry. I had been in Finland at a conference and was coming back to Sweden, and the wind and the weather and the waves came, and the boat ran aground, and all I know is here I am. God rescues us. When we follow him, when we are where he wants us to be. You know, that's the important thing, being where he wants us to be. But let's continue here. Verse 14. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, become convinced of. Continue in those things you're convinced of. Don't continue in theory. Continue in the person of Jesus Christ as revealed in Scripture. Knowing from whom, and that word whom is plural in the Greek, so I believe it's Paul and the Spirit, from whom you learned it. And how from childhood you've been acquainted with the sacred writings. These writings which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. We know that faith comes as we hear the word of God, the word of God regarding Christ. And when I see this word in verse 15, childhood, for me it can be from that moment you capitulated, surrendered, and said yes to Jesus. And you became a child of God. And hopefully from the, that moment, you had a hunger placed in you for the word of God, these sacred writings, because they are what make you wise. Yes, teachers can inform you. They can instruct you. But only the Spirit can cause that to become true wisdom. To make you wise for salvation only one way, through faith in Christ continually, this daily walk that he desires to have with us. That's right. He desires. You know, people are under pressure about, you know, I, I just, I need to do more for Jesus. I, I need, listen, he's already done it all. Will you let him work in you and do through you the great things he wants to do? That's really the question. He goes on to say in verse 16, all scripture is breathed out by God and it's profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, training in righteousness that the person of God, the man, the woman, the child of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Listen now. When we spend time with him in the word, the Holy Spirit will convict us of things. He'll want to bring correction. He'll want to train us and teach us, bring reproof. And it's how we handle that that's important. Are we going to try to repair ourselves, this old broken old nature, or are we going to allow the creator and the recreator to do it on the inside of us? You know, so many times, when we think about the Lord rescuing Paul and our need to be rescued, I think about Paul's words in Romans where he is really having a challenge. The things he wants to do, he's not able to do. And the things he shouldn't do, he finds himself doing them. And he does something marvelous. He doesn't say, where do I go? How do I fix this? But he says what I believe God wants us to walk in, and that is, who will rescue me? Who will deliver me? 
who will change me? Not how do I change myself? Not where do I go to get fixed? Listen, the fixer is on the inside of us. His name is Helper, Holy Spirit, and he wants to help us and teach us and comfort us and guide us and instruct us and do his good will in our lives. You say, okay, well, what's my part? Capitulate. Say, let your good will be done, Lord, this day in me. Listen, this walk is awesome. If the one in us is leading us, if the one in us is doing his good work, if the one in us is bringing about the change in accordance with his plan and purposes, if the one in us, it's all about the one in us. Christ in us through his spirit, the spirit of grace, that precious Holy Spirit, the spirit of God, all the same spirit. Well, gosh, I hope you're encouraged today. I'm thinking right now about taking a morning walk and heading by and picking up a latte. So I'm going to say for right now, good day. <music>